0: Hey guys, this is Stephanie. This is Andre. And this is Table for Four. So this episode, we're going to be focusing on something that happened to us personally and with the month of May, if you checked out our previous episode, we talked about mental health and the month of May is also a month of stroke awareness. Yes. So we wanted to dedicate this episode to, you know, all the stroke victims that are out there. This episode is dedicated to you guys just to kind of recognize the different you know, signs to recognize a stroke or if there's any other information that you guys think that is pertinent for you to be aware of having a stroke. So where, when we talk about stroke awareness, there's about two different organizations that we can talk about. The first one is definitely the American Heart Association. So they yeah. are the ones that would, you know, they have a campaign that's out there that's called Know the Stroke. So some of the um, ideas that they want to, you know, let everybody know is when you see a person recognizing those signs and getting the help immediately. So some of the signs that they have on their website, if you can go to www.heart.org, they have what they want to do is to promote the public awareness and to reduce the incidence of stroke in the United States. So the first thing you want to see is sudden numbness. Whether if there's weakness in the face, in the arm, in the leg, especially if it's on one side of the body. Um, Another thing is a sudden confusion. Sometimes you might see the person uh, pacing back and forth. They might have trouble understanding what you're saying or they might have trouble with their speech. So that's another sign that you can see right away like, oh, what's going on? Another sign is talking about uh, having trouble seeing. Sometimes the patient or, you know, wh- whoever the victim may be might have um, trouble listening or understanding and seeing everything at, either out of one eye or out of both eyes. Another thing is like they're having difficulty walking. Again, that's also incorporating a loss of balance, having, you know, not having coordination and having dizziness and coming in and out of consciousness. So that's another like cardinal sign for stroke aware- awareness. And, Another thing, the most obvious you would think is a severe headache. Right. Uh, When you have a severe headache, you know, people might confuse that with migraines. But again, those are just some of the cardinal signs that the um, American Stroke um, Organization wants you to kind of recognize to see if there's any of those signs that you see that you definitely recognize it. And you have to make sure you give them the help as fast as they can.
1: Right. The campaign is pretty much targeting audiences that are high risk. Absolutely. Primarily African-Americans, Hispanics, and people over the age of 50. You know, so us as being family members, we have to see the signs. Absolutely. Especially now that that now that we get older, you know, and uh, we're going to talk about my mom's situation because she had a stroke April 18th. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So
1: we're going to, you know, talk about prevention and, uh, and pretty much our story about how we've dealt with it and uh, how it so far, well, how's it going in now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's what it is is that, as as we go along with this process and her journey, you know we always want to think about when a person has a stroke, it doesn't only affect them, it affects the family members as well. So we want to make sure that not everybody acts alone and that we try to support each other at the time that we can, and just making sure that everybody can get to the help that they need. So when it comes to uh, stroke awareness month, there's no other better person that we can invite than Rn Ansar. Ansar Aww. is here today. He's practically family. He's yes. gonna help us Somebody. talk about what's going on. And he's had a, a close relationship with Andres and his mom, and they've grown up with her. So he has a, a really deep understanding of you know how close we are. And Ansar, thank you for joining us today. How are you today?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for guys having me.
0: Have you been busy? Busy as usual.
2: Always, you know, try, that's the only way to stay. Stay busy.
0: <laughs> stay,
2: stay, stay out of trouble. Stay busy.
0: <laughs> that's the only way. Mm-hmm. So, as, I want you to kind of guide us and, you know, with your experience, you know, definitely let us know about some of the signs that we can look out for, yeah. um, definitely when it comes to stroke.
2: One of the acronyms that we use for stroke is, uh, is FAST, you know, and, um, you know, it's for fast thinking and fast reaction. And, you know, the, the acronym actually stands for the F is for face drooping, the A is for arm weakness, and the S is for speech, and the T is for time. You know, it's time mm-hmm. to call 911, and the time is very important when it comes to having, when uh, someone's having a stroke. It could lead to permanent damage, mm-hmm. you know? So, so, you know, and like, you, and um, everyone's, you know, th- that's the basic acronym, the basic things to look for. You know, like we said, the numbness, the facial droop. You ask the person to smile. Is the smile even? Is it uneven? Is it lopsided? You know, the, is the arm weak or in pain, or is a is the arm like uh, bent or drifting? And then uh, the speech is. You know, like uh, I know you're gonna talk, tell the story, but like the speech is the first thing people notice. Right. You know, one of one of the first things people notice when they have a, a speech is sometimes slurred, or the the person trying to put, get out the words but they can't say it. And, like right. I said, the T the, the, the is for the time. Like, you know, uh, if you, if you know, everybody, some people could have, you know, the vital signs are normal, but they have these, these symptoms. And, but, you know, so there's time, you know, get, try to get called 911 and get them to the hospital right away.
1: Yeah. In many cases, uh, you have some of the elderly that don't have anybody there. Right. No, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's too late. So yeah. I think that T is the most important one time to call 911. Absolutely.
0: And it's, It's something that's a testament to, you know, recognizing it. You know, if sometimes we might not be aware um, that it might be happening, or we we just have to. It's just so important to just go and educate yourself and try to figure out. Oh, what are the early signs? And this is one of them, definitely. Definitely. So I want to take you and take you on a journey with us and talk about a story about a special little lady called Consuelo. Her story is really surrounded about her journey uh, being a stroke victim. So it goes back to, it was a quiet Sunday afternoon. I was home, I was studying. You know, the usual when you're in nursing school, you got tons and tons of texting and reading and research and all these things. So all of a sudden I see my mother-in-law, she was pacing back and forth and she couldn't communicate. She kept on touching her shoulder and she kept on, like she wasn't able to communicate to me. And it was, it was strange because, you know, literally 15 minutes before she was at the supermarket, she was buying her lottery tickets. She was getting graphics and things like that. So to see her from that to that in such a short amount of time, I was like, what's going on? So when I had her facing me directly, all of a sudden I see her face drooping. As soon as I saw that, I ran and got my phone. I literally ran to my phone and I called 911. From the time that I saw her, from the time the ambulance getting there, it was literally eight minutes, eight minutes. And I timed it because when I saw it, I was taking her vitals and her vitals were through the roof. It was 240 over hundred and her heart rate was tachycardia. She was like 105 and she was sweating profusely. She, she was flush in the face and she could not get any words out of her mouth. She kept on oh," uh, and I was just like, what is going on? So by the time the EMT came there, they went to go take her, her blood pressure again and it was 270 over 140. As soon as they saw that blood pressure, they took their immunity. But she was able to walk to the ambulance at that time. But it was it was like a miracle just seeing her walking because her blood pressure was just so high. When I went and measured, I said, Oh, this is this, something's up. So she kept on going in and out of consciousness. And I was just like, I was snapping my fingers in front of her face to kind of like wake her up. And then she just couldn't, she just couldn't get it together. Like she kept on looking up to the-, to
1: the she, couldn't, well, she couldn't sit still she either. Right? Couldn't she couldn't
0: stay still. She couldn't communicate. She kept moving around back she, and forth. Kept on, it was, she was just so fidgety. And like thinking back, like I was like, wow, like it was from the time that I saw her, from the time the ambulance came, it was literally eight minutes and I saw it on my watch. So it was really, it was really, um. It was really scary to see her, you know, going through that. But as soon as I called 911, I gave them all the information. I, you know, I gave her a basic, you know, background of, you know, on her information. And I immediately called Andres right away. And I kind of explained to him, I said, yo, listen, sweetheart. I have a situation here, but I'm handling it at this point. I said, your mom is at the hospital. I think that she's had a stroke. And I was like, you know, it's, it was hard to kind of, Explain that to him over the phone because he's already at work. I didn't want to scare him. I didn't want to stress him. And I was just like, I'm like, listen, I'm going to call your brother. I'm going to see, you know, what he's doing and whatever. Let him know and we'll take it from there. So I called, I called Theo Rowe. He didn't pick up the phone and I was able to get in touch with Titi Jen and I explained to her the whole situation. And, you know, it was just a matter of me trying to be calm the whole time. Oh, I was trying to be calm the whole time because it happened so quickly. The kids were not around. Like one was in their room and one was in the, the I think Stefan was in the kitchen and then somebody else was in their bedroom. But I, it, it all happened so quickly. That I, that I can remember. It, was, oh, it happened in one flash and I was just like trying to keep calm the whole entire time. So, you know, when I called Andres, I don't know if you want to take it from here and let me know like-
1: From my point of view? Yeah,
0: because for me, it was it was scary. But it was at this point, I was like, I had a job to do. You know, in nursing school, they teach you about being present and being aware of the situation. They also tell us about SBAR. I'm, I know you're sure about SBAR, right? Um, The acronym that they use for situation, for background, assessment, and then recommendation. So that was like kind of put it into action. I was like, all right, this is what's happening. This is what's going <laughs> to, we're going to figure this out. So... It was, it was, it was very scary. It was very, very scary.
1: Yeah. So from, from my point of view, it was, it was scary for her, but it was, at the same time, like it was scary for me as I'm going through, once you call me, I'm going through the emotions. So I guess this happened around 1 45 PM, April 18th, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you called me at 1 54, which I was just five minutes from turning off my phone. No way. At work. Yeah. I so, didn't know
0: that. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, because of my job, I got to shut off my phone and, uh, and wait till I turn it back on when I'm done. So she called me at one fifty four p.m., and the first thing she said, babe, something happened at home. I'm just letting you know I took care of it. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm thinking maybe the kids got hurt or, or maybe Adrian or Stefan broke their arm. I was like, all right. She took them to the hospital, and then she's like, listen, your mom's in the hospital. Uh, she just had a stroke, and I'm like, what? My heart just dropped. I'm like, what do you mean she had a stroke? She said she had a stroke. And I call the ambulance and uh, see what you could do, you know, to try to get there as soon as possible since she's in the emergency room. So I'm like, all right. So in my thought, 90 million years, I would think that something like this would happen. Mm -hmm. It's your mom. You know, you would never think anything. Your mom is superwoman. You wouldn't think that something like that would ever happen to her. But, you know, like my grandmother had a stroke, I would say like 10 years ago. The first one. The first one, it was like almost like a severe stroke, you know, which... Kind of impaired her speech, her she mobility. Was par- she was
0: partially blind. Yeah,
1: partially blind, but she was blind already. But she was blind already. Yeah, but one, from one eye. But it's just now she's like in a vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then now seeing this happen to my mom, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm wondering, like, driving to of the course, hospital. We always I'm, think I'm, the worst. I'm thinking the worst, and I, I'm, I'm starting panicking. I feel like I'm about to start crying. I'm like, oh my god, what, what am I going to do? Like, if it's if uh, I'm thinking the worst, you know. What if she doesn't come out of this? So as I'm driving, I was like just thinking all these dark thoughts. And then uh, finally I get to the hospital. I get, uh, I get uh, my temperature checked. I get my ID scan and all this stuff. Now it was like a whole procedure just to, yeah, get, yeah, just to yeah. get into the emergency room. And, uh, and when I saw her, you know, my heart just sank. And never have I seen my mom so vulnerable. So vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's helpless. She's in, you know, like, cause now like, I'm like, I, I, you know, I asked the nurse where she is. I see her and I'm like, my heart just like, all the doctors are around her. Like, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Because
0: it was acute. It it was an acute stroke. So they were trying to be on top of it.
1: Yeah. So they were trying to monitor her and everything. And then uh, she saw me. I was like, Hey mine's it's me, you know? And then uh, she saw me. She couldn't recognize me. She made a face like, like, Mm. like who's this? And then she finally realized it was me. And then she uh, she started crying,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and mm-hmm. she was trying to find the words to, to to say something. She couldn't, but she couldn't say anything. Yeah, she couldn't. And she then couldn't. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you see the the blood pressure thing just start going beep, beep 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 It starts going off because it's getting higher now. Because she sees me, she's panicking, she's crying. Mm-hmm. The doctors are like, "Yo, we need to relax, right, right, you keep right. calm." And then finally, she just, she just yelled like, "Andres," you know, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then finally, she was able to speak from that point on. You know, like, mm-hmm. but little by little. And then after every, like, I would say every 10 to 15, 20 words, she had to stop because her brain was processing so fast to try to talk that she wouldn't, she couldn't even, I guess she couldn't, I guess her she mouth wasn't moving, rea- her, her mouth wasn't out. reacting fast enough to how her brain was <laughs> That's working. That's
0: hard for, like, for Latino moms. Like we speak and she speaks Spanish. So for her to kind of. Translate in her head and try to get the words out. It's <laughs> super, super yeah, hard yeah, for her. So, so yeah, definitely. I
1: met up with the doctors. Uh, they did a whole bunch of tests, and uh, luckily, from 1.45 p.m. until one fifty-four when mm-hmm, you called me, mm-hmm. they were already on their way. In less were, than ten minutes, they were in the house. Took were, it to the hospital. They took
0: it to the hospital. And
1: right when she got to emergency room, they gave her the IV TPA, which is a the intravenous tissue plasmagen activator.
0: Oh, he sounded smart right now. He sounds smarter <laughs> than us.
2: Yo, 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 yo. Don't, don't take my job, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 what I'm, that's what I'm here for. No, yeah, go so, ahead. You're doing good.
1: So that T- IV tPA pretty much is supposed to increase blood flow to prevent from the blood clot, I guess clotting even more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, to, and to, like I said, like, to, like I said, to increase blood flow mm-hmm. and to disintegrate the blood clot.
0: Uh,
2: what is the jury? How, what is the
0: jury out on that? Is he right? Yes, two, thumbs up, two
1: thumbs up. Oh, right, cool, look at cool. you. Look at yeah, you. I did my job. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they said that because she got the IV TPA, the minute she walked into the emergency room, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that she's going to make a full recovery. Yep. And he, he told me that pretty much like it's the most effective within the first hour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But generally it's within the first three hours. Mm hmm. But uh, she got it within the first 15 minutes of it starting, and luckily, you know, she she's gonna make a full recovery. But it does it, it's right now. It's coming with its own with its uh, own, own struggles. Yeah, with its own struggles now because now she had you know she she regained her uh, mobility, her strength, and her walking was there because as soon as I was in the emergency room, she had to use the bathroom. Right, she was able to She
0: was able to ambulate already. Yeah, she was able to use the bathroom on her own because in the back of my mind, I'm like, that was the thing I was worried about. I was worried about, is she going to be able to ambulate? Is she right. going to use the bathroom? Is she going to be able to eat on her own? Is she, that was like, those are the, all the things that were, you know, rushing in my head. So
1: Yeah. So, after a while, they were like, she's going to have to be admitted because her pressure is not going down. You know, and, and she suffers from high blood pressure.
0: Yeah. But, for years, you know. Oof, but that blood pressure is, you have yeah. to get it in check. I, answer, so I know that you, the importance of getting your heart checked, but that blood pressure, if you don't have it in check, ooh. That's
2: It's a silent killer, you know. Um, you know, you, nobody can look at you and say your blood pressure's high, you know. No, you gotta, they can't. You, you know, so, you know <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, he looks like he has high blood pressure. Nobody no, you know, you're you you got to get it checked. Gotta get it checked. Keep an eye on it, you know, uh, check it regularly, you know, um like uh, I was gonna go over some of the risk factors. Like I said, once you get over fifty-five, you know, um, males are more prone to strokes. Once you get over fifty-five, you know, those are the type of things you want to um start monitoring. You know, yeah, your blood pressure, your diet, your exercise. Yeah, it's crazy
1: because like I feel like my mom doesn't live a a bad healthy lifestyle. You know, like mm-hmm. she watches what she eats. She she eats. She cooks with no salt. You mm-hmm. know, she uh she doesn't. Really well, much fried like food or anything, you know? Like it's it's weird. Like,
2: but you said you know she had a predisposing genetic uh, factor also because her mother had one also, right? Right. Yeah. Because
0: now you're talking about yeah. you know family history, so, right? So family history of yeah. stroke. Yeah. But, but then, like
1: around uh. 15 years ago, I remember she had uh, she had to go to a cardiologist, you know, because mm-hmm. of the high blood pressure, whatever, and stuff. Right. So they did the test, and it showed that she had a what is it, minor infraction? So. Was it?
0: the way that he was trying to explain to me that he had uh, a minor mitial, uh, cardio infarction, So what mm-hmm. happened was, they said that there was an event.
1: Right, the, the test showed that she had an event, but she never felt it.
0: Yeah, that she never felt it. You know, so... You don't even feel it.
1: Right, but the test showed, and uh, that's when they started putting her um, on the high blood pressure pills, and, and then they offered to do, uh, to implant her a stent for the clot, whatever, I guess. So,
0: but where... W- See, but I'm not See, so sure. Yeah, but
1: I'm saying, I don't remember like...
0: What happened so long ago. Yeah, but then the she goal. denied it
1: because she's like, no, no, no. And the doctor's like, listen, you could either get the surgery mm-hmm. and they could put the, the, I guess, the filter in, in your system
0: mm-hmm. or
1: mm-hmm. you could just get healthy and lose weight. And so that's what she did. She lost like 20 pounds. And yeah, then, she
0: lost weight. And then
1: the wrist went down. Right. And well, here we are like 15 years later.
0: Right,
1: right. You know, like, like I said, it could be stress. The, it could be anything, you know. That no, but that, been, that's
2: different. That, that's different from uh, a yeah. uh, myocardial uh, infarction. and uh, Yeah. In the, myocardial infarction is two, different, two things. different things. Two different yeah. things, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're two different yeah. mm-hmm. things. A myocardial infarction is a heart attack, you know, uh, uh, and a stroke is a CVA, CVA a cerebral vascular, vascular accident. accident so, okay. yeah, The two know.
0: different things. You might think of it when it's in the same vascular system, you know, blood flow mm-hmm. and things like that, but a lot of people have to make, you know, have to make the distinction that there, it, there yeah. are two different things. Okay. Absolutely. But, Now that the thing that answer made a point of that now she's already predisposed. Right. Like if you don't have that blood pressure in check, you're most likely to have a stroke. And this is what was the case for her. Right.
1: And it's weird because like a few months ago, she went to see a new cardiologist and they ran all the tests and everything, all the blood work. And they, they tested her pressure and it was up. So they gave her five pills to bring it down. Finally, it went down. But then she's like, listen, she told them, listen, I want this pill. Because this is the one that I've been taking for years. This is the one that really regulates it.
0: Yeah, but your but, mom- But
1: then the doctor said, no, we have to retest you again.
0: Right, right. You
1: know, we got to take you to the hospital. She said, no, I'm not going to the hospital. And yeah. this was like three, four months ago. Yeah, but here's the, here's the
0: thing. Like, your mom is stubborn too. Yeah. That, that's another thing. And she wasn't the type of person to go every year to get a yearly. Right. So that wasn't- That didn't work in her favor either. You yeah, know, being so- pro-
2: Being proactive in your health is very important. You know, especially- when the, uh when your age, you know, it's, uh, especially you got, you know when your age gets up there, yeah, you know, despite how you feel, you think you feel fine. doesn't hurt to get checked. yeah,' doesn't and hurt that, to go to the doctor,
0: yeah, I mean, that wasn't the case for her. So mm-hmm. along with her her job, she was very stressful. It's very labor intensive. She's part of it. she's also a union representative. So there's a lot of different stressors that she has on top of her already, along with the laborists you know, hours that she was. And then during COVID, she even worked even more OT. Like it was, it was hard for the last year, year and a half. And I think with, with all of that kind of exasperated and it kind of like, okay, it it hit a point. It hit a point though.
1: Within the last six years, she lost both her parents Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she's never really been the same ever since. Never, never. Yeah. you know she 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 hides it, but in the beginning she showed it like she was depressed, she would be in her room, and, and she wouldn't come out. you know mm-hmm. she was just sad, you know like very down and and then now like she's still dealing with it you know she still hasn't I don't think she really has gotten over it, over both both our, our grandparents' death you know because they were they were real close and you know, also yeah.
0: and that and that's why again, this is why it's so important about mental health awareness yeah. as well
1: yeah, she, she talks to her friends all the time, but I don't think she talks on them. Like on a deeper level, like no. than the normal, like, than what she should be doing.
0: Right, right. You know what it is? You, you want to communicate, absolutely. You know, and sometimes, like we mentioned before, sometimes it takes a professional. Sometimes you just got to talk to a professional. Because sometimes it's okay to talk to your friends and everything like that. But sometimes, like, you need a professional opinion. You need yeah. somebody to give you advice. And sometimes there might be other interventions for you to do it. But in her case, you know, she lost. Good friends of hers. She lost yeah. uh, she lost two of her two best of her friends, closest friends, yeah. Two of her best friends. So then then she didn't have
1: then the parents. The you people,
0: know? you know, her two best friends to communicate. And then losing both parents was another factor on top of that. So, you know, we want to let everybody know that yes, it is important for you to communicate. It is important for you to talk about your feelings. Don't don't stay shut in your room. Don't stay closed Talk off. Talk to somebody. Talk to you know. somebody, please. And, you know, we were lucky that that she's still here.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she spent uh, three days in the cardio care unit. And then after that, because they, they were monitoring her high blood pressure, it would not go under, it would not go under 180. It, it would stay up there.
0: I think it was, I didn't even think it went down under two.
1: It did, yeah. It, it was at 180. 170 they kept going up and down up and down finally it went down to like under 160 then she was able to go to like the regular care unit and then after i left the emergency room you know visiting hours are from 4 p.m to 8 you know and uh so the next day you know i wasn't gonna go well i wanted to but my brother since he was traveling the day after he wanted to come and see her and then you
0: no but i think i think the whole thing was is that we were trying to call and see. What were like the whole parameters because with COVID, they were like right, limiting right. visitors and you were trying to figure out if I go, you know, what would work or should he go or should I go? Because right, so, we all can't be at the same time. Right.
1: So when we found out what the regulation is now, it's a two person minimum, two person max.
0: Right. It was two. For per- the day. For the day. Yep. Yep. And yep. visiting
1: hours were from 4 p.m. to 8. So my brother decided to show up on Monday. Because he, he, he was traveling on Tuesday. Mm-hmm, so he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let me come see her before I leave. And if, if uh, the doctor tells me that uh, her situation is bad as it is, then I'll cancel my trip. You know? Right. Which, right. which was
0: not the case, thankfully. Right.
1: Like, luckily, like, you know, like, the, her, her, uh, all her results came back. They were good. They were positive. So he didn't have to cancel his trip. So luckily, he went there early he showed up early because and they let him in a half hour early
0: yeah yeah and yeah, yeah we all know why
1: yeah because <laughs> as soon as he came down like at at 7.30 8 o'clock all her friends from her job were yeah. downstairs waiting to get in oh yeah and, and she told and her brother pretty much told all her friends like listen I knew this was gonna happen <laughs> and that's why I came early because I would have been pissed if I wouldn't have seen. If I wasn't able to see of my. Because
0: of you ladies, yep. And yep.
1: the doctor said no visitors and there's only two per day. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: yeah. she needs to relax. She can't speak. She's having trouble speaking. So just text her. Don't call her. Just send her messages, text her, mm-hmm. you know, because she, she's able to text.
0: Right, right. So right. they
1: all right, no problem. And her friends are crying. And-
0: it w- you know what it is, though? It's a testament to the type of person she is. Like, she's very well loved at her job. You yeah. know she's a hard worker. You know she's, you know, the t- the type of person you're gonna meet at your job, and you're gonna wanna tell her everything. That's the type of person that she is. So like when when Andres called her job and kind of spoke to the manager and the supervisor, that kind of told them, you know, what was the situation, and you know, every when everybody found out, it was like, oh my god. Then no. I'm getting phone calls, and, and then like now that. he's. Getting-
1: Oh, All these unknown numbers I'm like who the hell's calling me And, and it was my mom's friends Trying to figure out Because she wasn't to... responding And I told them yeah, She's yeah. resting She's resting
0: stuff. She
1: really can't talk If anything just send her a text and She'll, she'll get back to you later You know, right, it, right, you know She's right. resting you know
0: But it was important You know yeah. That she felt that love Which is Which is why <laughs> That's why your brother Went there early Yeah cause
1: he knew He knew that <laughs> He didn't show up early Then he wouldn't have Gone upstairs you know, and, and that's how we both think Because the uh, same thing And uh, it's funny Because like when, when I showed up on Tuesday Tuesday evening Tuesday afternoon I think somebody beat you It, it was Muncie and our neighbor Like right in front <laughs> They beat you Yeah It room. wasn't even 2 o'clock yet And t- they were in the front <laughs> And then I look I'm like yo Monsi?" She goes
2: Hey honey I'm like I'm already here Yeah my neighbor's my neighbor
1: My neighbor <laughs> <laughs> Our neighbor was like, you know, you go upstairs, you know, that's your mom, you know. So I'll, I'll see. We'll you. We'll come back later. Yeah, we'll come back later. So Man. I went upstairs with Moncy, and and then we saw her. I, I stayed, you know. Every, I went every day from forty eight and stayed with her. You know, I, I brought her some uh, the the therapist there told us to bring her some newspapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Spanish newspapers, Spanish magazines. So whatever way, to keep her yeah, busy. Did to keep her occupied. You know, crossword puzzles.
0: Read and you got her scratch. Keep her mind busy and
1: stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So. That was that right there.
0: Yeah. That was funny though. Those people kept showing up. And then the whole thing is like, they kept on showing up to the house too, after she came home. And it was just like, you're trying to beat them off with a stick. I'm like, listen, you got to leave her alone. She needs to recover. Yeah. It
1: wasn't even three days. And it wasn't, it wasn't even, even one day. It wasn't even one and day. people showing up to the house yeah, and everything. Yeah, and we were yeah. like, listen, you need to stop. Yeah. Because yeah. now they're crying. And then my mom's crying, and it's a whole emotional yeah. thing. And, and I'm it's just like, was not good for her. It, wasn't, not, good for it her. wasn't
0: good for her. But and
1: when I told the doctor this, she told mommy, no bueno, <laughs> no visitas, <laughs> no. no visitas, mommy. <laughs> and my mom, my mom was like, kind of got upset. Yeah, you know, like,
0: she got upset. She,
1: she's not one to turn somebody away. You know? Yeah, but,
0: yeah. She even got mad at me because I was turning people away. No, you can't do that. And he's like, you can't do that. I was like, But she always does
1: that to you. She I always, know, she always like, does you that You always that tell me. her the truth. And she don't believe you. <laughs> she don't believe you. But then to find out the doctor tells you the same thing that you just told her. And then she comes back to you. You're right. You were right. You were right, stuff.
0: Yeah, I know. It's okay. <laughs> but, you know, that it's, again, it's a testament to, you know, the the amount of people that really care for her. So, it was important for her to see that. And, you know, that's the only thing we could wish for, you know, her friends. Yeah. You know, being there for her.
1: She was released after four days, and and then even the car ride home, you know, she's excited, she's happy, but she's still down, you know? Like, you could tell she, it looked like she was defeated, and and now she has, like, that, f- that first day when we came home, that first couple of hours, she's, like, in the car ride, and she's, like, I just feel weird. Oh, of course. I feel weird because I should be dead, but, not but not. yet, here I am, you know, right. like, I said, Ma, this is your... God gave you a second chance. Yeah, God you know? ain't
0: done with you yet. Who? Yeah. Who said that to her? It was I think one of her, one of her crazy Answer. friends? <laughs> Answer right? <laughs> That's <nursing advice. laughs> right. That's nursing advice.
2: Right. Nursing advice. Right. God ain't done. God ain't done with you yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the famous nurse quote. <laughs> oh my
2: God. <laughs>
1: no, nurse quote. Yeah. So now, now, like, the road to recovery begins. You know, like, like on my days off, you know, me and you take it to, to. Uh, to the to her, her doc, ups to her and follow-ups, to doctor visits.
0: So we go between following up with the cardiologist, yeah. following up with the, the neurologist, neurologist, going back to the the primary doctor, making sure that everything is in, making sure she's taking her medications, and making sure that you know she's eating correctly. So it's keeping an eye on her just to make sure that you know she's doing okay. But there's but so much that we can do for her. You know, it's sometimes she has to take it upon herself to try to do things to
1: yeah, because right, 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 get now, out of that yeah, funk. out of that funk. Because right now she she stays in her room. She tries to, to do things and, and, she, to she, engage, and try yeah. to engage, but then you can see like she's not the same. You know, she's down all the time. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and the, I think it bothers her that she can't work either. Yeah. And she can't drive. <laughs> she the, can't drive. The neurologist
1: said no driving, no driving until we get the results. She ain't and,
2: missing nothing, man. Just tell her she's not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's my advice. Yeah. Oh, so it, it, no. it's,
1: it's a long road to recovery. You know, she's excited. Like we went to a party and one of our friends that I grew up with, she told me that her grandfather had a stroke recently, you know, recently like, you know, like a month, a month before, before she did. Yeah. And uh, he's hasn't been the same ever since, you know, so
0: he's been unable to communicate. He hasn't been able to, um,
1: yeah. And do,
0: do regular things. Yeah. I think that was the way she was explaining to you. Right. Yeah. And
1: then the, the fact that, you know, now with our platform and uh, she's, she's a big fan of ours now. And, uh, She's been listening and reading our posts and she, she said that, uh, reading that post that we put on kind of gave her hope that her, yeah. that her grandpa will make it, you know, like,
0: yeah.
1: you know, and I like, kudos to him, you know, cause I've known the guy for years too, like growing up and it's just, it's just, it's just a tough situation. And, you know, I hope she, I hope her mom gets better. You know, it's, I think she will. Like the only thing that, that she has going that's not a hundred percent is her speech. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you could tell like when she smiles her her face is like you could, it's like it's like partially not there like like I guess the, the muscles are still right. in that so state. Right. So
0: when you when you see when you're able to lift you know, the cheeks and things like that, it's not um equal it, on right, both it's, sides. Right, it's noticeable. It's not equal on both sides. But, you know, she says that she doesn't need the speech therapy, which she's speaking fine her motor skills seem to be up there. She can sign, she can write, she can read, you know, she's walking, she's ambulating, she's doing all these things. So she's on the road of 100% recovery. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, maybe you can give us a little bit of more information about how, you know, preventing a stroke and what it signs. Like, just give us the rundown.
2: You know, prevention is the best medication, you know, so uh, that's how we usually start with um, um, prevention. You know, and, and there's just some basic, basic, you know, you know, people might think it's common sense, but, you know, unless you tell it to them, they, you know, they, they don't recognize it. You know, it's, you know number one, you want to keep your blood pressure low, whatever that, you know, um, however you do that, right? make sure you take your medications on time. You know, um, make sure you eat healthy foods. Make sure you drink enough water. You know, a lot of people need to keep their cholesterol in check. Make sure the ratio is good. There's, you got your high cholesterol, your low cholesterol. You want your highs highs. You want your, your lows, lows lows. Yep. You know, so you know it's, it's very important to to manage those things. Um, exercise. You know, if people. You know, uh, you want to keep that heart pumping. You know, keep it strong. And you know, you want to keep the blood flowing. And exercise is really really important. You know, uh, sleep apnea. You know, that's another one. Yeah. Because uh, it, 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 it raises your it raises your blood pressure, and it, it, uh, if you, when you don't sleep and get adequate rest. You know, it raises your cortisol level. It's, it, you know, it's a whole mechanism, but sleep is very, very important. And if you're not, if you think you're sleeping in, you're not getting rest, you know, you you put yourself higher risk for getting, half yeah, of if stroke. your body's
0: not recovering. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But
1: now she has that fear of, of, well, not anymore. Like, but in the first few weeks, she, she was getting insomnia because she was afraid to go to sleep.
0: Yeah. She was uh, afraid to
1: go to And I think that's post stress, you know, like, yeah, yeah.
2: no, well, it's common after a stroke to right. have. You know, to have, the, you know, um, to have these uh, feelings, you know. You have some anxiety to go along, you know, after a stroke. Some people do go through depression after having a stroke, you know. So there's a lot going, you know, go, that happens after, after a stroke. And, you know, the, you know, you'd see your doctor and they'll treat you symptomatically and, and, and take it from there. But, you know, prevention is very important. You know, like I said, you know, you've got to manage your diabetes. You know, you want to keep your sugars low because when your sugars are high, it's like your blood is too thick. And, it, and basically, when it's too thick, it's not able to flow properly, you know? So that's, right. that's the thing about diabetes, you know? Um, you got to smoking. Smoking makes your blood, blood vessels tight. And mm. when it's tight, it, it's, it's, it's again, you know, the blood is not flowing properly. Stress. Stress raises your, your adrenaline. Adrenaline makes your blood rush faster and make the blood vessels tighter, you know? And, and you know, weight, maintain a healthy weight. You want to keep your weight down. It's less stress on the heart. It's, uh, you know, so it's, it's a lot, it's, it's, you know, that's prevention, 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 you know, always think like that when you're, um, you know, uh, you do, you know, it's okay to, to have, to enjoy life also, but, you know, uh, once you get to a certain point in life, you have to think about your health, you know, that's one thing that you, you know, you want to make sure you maintain money comes and goes, everything else comes and goes, but your health, you want to, you want to maintain it.
0: Everything is in moderation. It says here, stop mm-hmm. smoking. That means hookah. That's right. Oh that my vodka. God. <laughs> yes, that includes hookah. That means hookah. And that includes hookah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. In
1: moderation, right? In moderation. In moderation.
0: <laughs> but, you know, like when, when we share the story about, our, you know, our mother-in-law, my, my mother-in-law, my mom, and, um, it, it was very scary. It was very, very scary, you know, to see that, you know, a very, uh, a very independent woman, very independent. Yeah. Comes and goes whenever you please and to see her like that, it was very, 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 very scary, you know? But, you know, every day she tells me, you know, thank God you were here and things like that. I said, no, you can't say that to me. I said, I always tell her, it's, it wasn't me. I said, it was the doctors that got the help. And I was like, they were there to make sure they treated you and everything. Like, I just was doing my regular thing. Like, I didn't do anything yeah, crazy. What,
1: but- you know, we travel. We always go out, you know, all the time. And what if it, it, it was? What if it was in one of those instances where we where weren't home? I wasn't home? home. Right, right. You know, we probably would have found our. I the try floor. not to think about that. You know, like
0: <laughs> I try not to think nah, about
2: nah, it. Yeah. Luckily, Never say what if. Always say thank God. You know, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's yeah.
0: Like. yeah. You know, you have to so, change it around and say, "What if I wasn't there?" Bo- yeah, yeah.
2: Whoever, whoever you believe in, just say thank, who, thank them. You know, and don't, don't say what if, just say thank God or thank whoever you believe in that, that didn't happen. You know, that's how I see it. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But you know, it's, it's something that we want to share with you guys. We know that the recovery, that road to recovery is never easy. It's not easy for anybody. It's not easy for, you know, the people that are surrounding you, your family, your friends. So if you have the opportunity, go out there, educate yourself about stroke and do prevention, prevention, prevention. That's, that's the main thing. That's the only thing we can tell you, you know, keep that blood pressure in check. I know it's difficult to keep your stress levels low. We live in a, we live in a time that <laughs> stress levels are through the roof, Yeah, but you know, you have to try. You have to try.
2: There's also a lot of information out there, man. The incident is huge. You know, um, uh, you have sometimes, you know, it's, you know. besides your primary doctor, you know, the internet has a lot of information out there, you know, and um, uh, American Heart Association has all the information there, you know, stroke.com has all the information there, you know, all those websites, you know, to, to, an- to help answer some questions, help answer, help with your anxiety, you know, but that's, that's it. So. Yeah. Don't, don't go on WebMD. Yeah, th- don't, do th- yourself,
0: yeah. don't do yourself, don't do yourself the favor. Don't self-diagnose. Mm-hmm. Please don't self-diagnose.
1: Because that heart problem might be like an STD or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, might be something else. That headache might be something else. You know.
0: <laughs> oh my God, you're too funny. Uh, but, Ansa, yeah, so I want to really thank you for talking with us today, dropping the knowledge as usual, you know, oh, letting, letting everybody know, you know, your family. But, you know, it's so, it was, it was very scary to to see that. And, you know, thankfully, She's on the road to recovery hundred percent. But I uh, want
2: to yeah, thank you yeah. again. No problem. Thank you. I, I always wanna I always want to be here when I can So you know, uh, you know, you guys just let me know, you know, and I'll be on table for four and we'll make it table for five. five <laughs> you guys want to do
1: it. Yeah. Listen, we can we can subtract one of the kids.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 I know you.
0: whose place you could take. Okay,
2: am always here. You're the new Stefan. Stefan's <laughs> uh, Steph, Steph, a, a grad now. You know what I mean, he ain't got time
0: for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. But I want to a- thank you again. Thank you so much for participating with us today on this no episode. No problem.
1: No yeah. problem. Yeah. Thank you to our listeners. Thank and you our, so much. If you guys want to get in touch with us, you can email us at table for four podcasters at gmail. Any topics you guys want to listen to, or want us to discuss we're open
0: anything you suggest let us know Yeah, we're open we're We're open open. to any
1: discussion you know and i guess you want to be a part of the panel just give us an email give us a shout out shoot
0: us an email i'd love to sit down and talk to everybody if you want to share your story with us we would love to use this platform and share that story with you and you can share that story with us again this is stephanie this is andre and this is table for four see you on the next episode
1: bye guys